This very simple short gospel has a very simple but very powerful message about keeping your word. People like people who keep their promises. If you promise to say, if you promise to do something, if you say that you're going to do something, people like to know that you're going to follow through. Life works well to the extent that we keep our word, that we keep our promises. Can you imagine if you're driving along the road sometime and just uh, unfortunately you see that red light in your rearview mirror, you get pulled over by a policeman. The policeman comes up to the window and says, I pulled you over because you were speeding. And you say to the policeman, no, I wasn't, officer. I was going exactly the speed limit. And imagine the policeman saying, oh my goodness, I am so sorry. Please continue on your way. That usually never happens. But wouldn't it be wonderful if it did? Wouldn't it be wonderful if your word was so reliable that everyone would automatically take whatever you say to be true because you said it? That can only happen when our words and our deeds match over a long period of time. We build up trust. We build up reliability. We build up a very beautiful virtue called integrity. You know, our word is important. If you say you're going to do something with the kids or keep a doctor's appointment, or keep an appointment with a business client. You know, people need to know that you're going to follow through on all of those things. And our life really does work well to the extent that we keep our promises. And we have this beautiful word that brings it all together. We say we have integrity. Integrity means the different parts of our life are working together. What we say and what we do match. We are an integrated whole. We have the virtue of integrity. And this is never more important than it is now. It's important all year long, but certainly in our nation right now in this highly volatile, wild political season, integrity really comes to the fore. We hear all kinds of claims from politicians and candidates, whether they're running for mayor or governor or congressman or senator, president, and soon Supreme Court justice. We hear all kinds of beautiful words, and yet we're all trying to divine, we're all trying to seek out wisdom in terms of who will keep their promises, whose behavior will match. This is really a, a time that this gospel really speaks very, very uh, clearly to what's going on right now. I should tell you that uh, sometimes people ask the church, how much should the church be involved in politics? Completely. Every single area of human life, the church has something to say because every single person is a child of God, is a creature of God. And so almost everything we do has a moral component. So the church speaks about all these issues, immigration, pro-life issues, the economy. There's no area of human life that is off limits to what our faith can speak about. But the church never tells people how to vote. The church expects everyone to kind of intelligently look at all the candidates and make up their own mind as intelligently as they can looking at all the issues. One thing that the church never does is endorse or condemn a candidate. We only endorse our faith. We only endorse our moral positions. We never endorse candidates because, believe it or not, they often change. They say one thing one day, or they do one thing one day and do another thing another day. So we, we never endorse candidates, only our faith and all the moral positions that we do courageously and with great strength. You know, the only kind of people that uh, the church does endorse are the saints. And in order to be declared a saint, you have to already be dead, because then you can't change. Your, your kind of life is locked in. But we are glad to put forward to the saints because they did act with courage. Their, 
words and their deeds often matched. They had that virtue of integrity. So in this political season going forth, let us have a renewed interest in our own desire to have an integrated life where our words and deeds match. Let us look at all the issues intelligently and apply our Catholic faith to all the different moral issues that we have before us. Know that we will never endorse candidates, but we will always endorse our faith that never changes. I've written many articles on all the different moral positions of our church. You can look at them on our website. Uh, but I hope that this will be a time not of panic or, or uh, concern, but really a calm time of peaceful reflection on the goodness of our faith and how it really is the source of lasting happiness when our words and our deeds match and when our words and our deeds match the words and deeds of Jesus. And God bless. A little ragged, but... <laughs>